And now it's time for Blossoms of My Life Radio with your host, Ramona Trevino. Ramona is a teacher, a pastor, a three-time author, and radio host since February 2018, helping people share their but God moment and helping people see and be the blossoms in life. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and listeners like you. Now here's Ramona. God bless you and good morning and welcome to Blossoms of My Life Radio. I am honored to be able to introduce a guest. Her name is Selena Thomas. Um, She's a contributor to a book that she'll talk about and we're very excited. I'm excited to hear about her contribution. She's also the founder of 4C and Company, an LLC, entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneur, motivational speaker, life coach, content creator, and she also officiates officiates weddings. Um, she enjoys speaking at engagements. She's from Mississippi. I can't pronounce the city. She'll tell you right now. <laughs> but um, she just has a passion. She has a passion um, just for uh, impacting lives. And, and I'm sure she has a story that she's going to share with us. I'm sure that you'll be able to embrace everything she's about to share with us. So good morning, Selena. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. <laughs> I appreciate it. Okay, so now for the audience, because I could not pronounce your city. How do you pronounce it? Oh, I'm used to it. It is Picayune, Mississippi. Wow. Okay. So Picayune, Mississippi is where our sister's from. And so... Yes, you got it. Perfect. (sighs) So thank God, you know, we have another day and, you know, we prayed before we came on the air and I know the things that you're doing over there are different than the things that are going on here in California, but... You know, we all come together, and and the main thing is that we want to uh, glorify God in all that we do, you know, be that influence so that people can see and wonder, how does she do that, right? We all have Mm -hmm. a story. We all have something that we came from, and, you know, I I truly believe that God uses those stories to benefit. Romans 8.28 is one of my favorite scriptures because he's done that in my life over and over again. And so I want to just be able to give you the platform. Maybe you can share a little bit about who you are, how you came to know the Lord, and why you're doing what you're doing there in Mississippi. Yes, ma'am. Um, again, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to be here um, and speak on your platform. I am so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to be doing this. Um, pretty much, I've been in church my entire life. My grandmother was a pastor when female pastors weren't accepted i mean in some cases they're still not accepted but i mean it was during the time that it was very frowned upon so i just thank god for my upbringing and my foundation and so i just thank god that um she was so influential in my life so to see how i got here it definitely was how do i want to start this off a series of events and um, not all happy, but God will take what the enemy means for bad and he will turn it for our good. And so after we go through things, it is our duty 
to reach back and reach to the side and and reach down below and wherever we can reach to to try to save and bring others along with us so that they don't stay in that dark place and you know because even if people know the lord sometimes they need to see him in your life you know um because none of us are excluded from going through those storms right we all handle them differently so it's very important that um we share you know, we testify because we overcome by our testimony. Mm-hmm. And so, unfortunately, I kept mine silent for all these years. So this is new for me. Speaking on these topics is new for me. But I'm so excited to be doing them. And every time I tell it, I feel like I'm being a little bit more free and freer and a little bit more freer every time I tell it. And then when somebody comes back and says, oh, my God, you bless me. I can't even describe what that does to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I wish I would have started it a long time ago, but everything has a time. So I don't regret You know, and I'm not feeling sad that, you know, oh, I should have started a long time ago. No, I'm excited that I started. So I just want to encourage anyone and everyone that's been through something, tell it. You know, you do have to be careful who you share it with. So I'm not saying just go scream it from the mountaintop, but be led by the spirit to say, you know, is this the time? Is this the place? Is this the person that I need to share my story with? Because along the way, you're going to bless somebody. You don't just have to jump up and be on somebody's platform. It could be in a private setting. It could be an earshot of a child. You just never know whose life you're saving just by telling your story. And that's so important, sister, because, you know, like me, I had a story too. And, and I kept asking the Lord, like, why were, why was I just struggling with life? And what caused me to, you know, when I was trying to build my relationship with the Lord, what's causing me to have all this darkness behind me? And when when I finally, you know, got to the point to reveal where he said, okay, I think you're ready now because sometimes we have to be ready. You know, we have to be ready and prepared because it is, it's a hard hit when we finally deal with what happened and the things that have happened. It's a hard hit and it's a hard blow. And you're, you know, you cry when you even think about speaking about it. Um, but that's when I wrote my first book, Free at Last, A Struggle to Be Good Enough, is as I wrote that, my deliverance came because the Holy Spirit just flowed through me and he showed me the things that have happened. And then in writing, he showed me the things and how and when he was with me through all of it. He was just waiting for me to come to him. So so it mm-hmm. is really important and it is important to find the right person to speak to. I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sorry, I was taking a sip of water, sure. but um, you're right. It it is. It's a it's a time for for us to to share it, and there's no reason for us to have any any shame, any guilt, because we do all have a story, and it's really how we react is what makes the difference and you know we all bloom at a different time and so the comparison 
should not be with our neighbor or the next person as to where we are in this journey. It should be, am I better today than what I was yesterday? Yes. Am I better today than I was at this time last year? And if the answer is yes, you just keep on going. You stay focused and you keep on moving forward. Don't worry about what's happening over in that lane to the left or the lane to the right or even what's going on behind you. You stay focused and you'll be surprised at what's on the other side of focused. Amen. Amen. And so your story takes you to a place to where the other thing I'm noticing just by looking at the type of work that you do um, and working with women and children and, and, you know, helping them in the suffering of the traumatic experiences. And so that's the other thing that God does is our, our traumatic experience allows us to then be firsthand person to be able to say, yeah, I know exactly what you feel like. Let me tell you my story and how I can help you. Oh, my God. Yes. So I was working with someone. I just want to say this first because I may need to change that. You know, everyone tells you you need to have a niche or a niche or however it's correctly pronounced. And, you know, because mine was people. I love people. God loves people. And we can't always do what the world tells us to do. And, and every time I hear women and children, most definitely my heart goes out to women and children because my abusers were mostly men, but my first abuser was actually a woman. And during this process, um, and it's only been a couple of years for me. So, but during this time, I've had at least six men that's like, girl, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but they are also abused. And oh, we know yes, that, yes. but you know, we focus on the women a lot of times. So I just want to say that I'm here to help people. God loves people. I love people. And so, you know, I probably do need to change that. But definitely my heart goes toward women a lot and children because I am that single parent. I am that female. I am the one that has been abused at the hands of women and men. And so... um it's not a pretty story. It's not a story that I'm proud of, um, but it wasn't my fault, you know? And it takes you so many years of the guilt and the shame and the, you know, why didn't I speak up or why didn't I say anything to finally say, girl, listen, it was not your fault. You were a child, you were a minor. People let them say whatever it is they're going to say, whether you're doing bad, whether you're doing um, good. People are always going to have something to say. Mm -hmm. So you just have to do what you can do. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm more vocal now because my boys are older. I have two, right. two sons right. and they're older now. And, you know, I, I hope that this doesn't negatively affect them anymore because it has already negatively affected my ability to parent from a healthy place. Yes. And, and I, so I, um, I, it just caused a lot of bitterness because I was so mad and I didn't want to be angry, but I was still so mad because I didn't know how to emotions and the roller coasters and as in the day. I just didn't know. And then being single to add, the, you know, on yep. top of all of that, the fuel to the fire, my poor children, you know, they had to live with, with the 
I might have looked like a beauty, but on the inside, I was a straight beast. And um, so now as a as young adult men, I had to apologize to them. And I don't have a problem telling my children that I'm sorry. Right. And I'm doing the best that I can to try to make up for, they said it wasn't poor parenting, but I, in my heart, I wanted to do better. You know, we always want to be the best parent that we can be. And I guess I was with what I, you know, with, with what, what I had to had, work with right? and, and, and to the best of my ability at that time. So, right. um, so at this age, I have to parent differently. So it's not, you know, babying and, you know, being able to sit on the floor and play with them anymore. But I'm thankful to still be here with them. And I'm thankful that they're still here with me. So I have to um, just parent the best way that I know how to my young adult men and, and pray that it's better than it was. Right. They were and and I totally agree because my girls, my girls are grown also. They're in their 30s. I have four grandkids. And, you know, um, that was something in 2014 when I wrote my book and in looking for this deliverance um, was how am I going to say these things to my daughters? Obviously, they lived it, but have never really written it and put it out to the public. I've never told people and so the Lord was real creative with me on how he allowed me to tell my story in a creative way, um, introducing Emily as a character and then bringing it back to, you know, the things that Emily went through were the same things that I went through. Um, and people that knew me then understood that it was me and they were amazed. And, the, and then the other thing that um, the Lord did, because I, like you, was kind of like, how do I do this, was... Um, he allowed me to have a, a pseudonym for my writing. And so it's, I am dauntless. Um, the letter I, the letter M. And when you say it together, it sounds like I am. And then dauntless because being courageous to tell the story. And when the book first came out, you know, it's hard to even wonder how people are going to react. And then when you start to hear about the, the people, you know, relating to your story and saying, you know, the same thing happened to me and I'm, I just was never brave enough to say anything. Then you realize why the Lord allowed you to do that, to help others, right? To set them free. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Wow. I agree with that. That's mm -hmm. amazing. And so then you went on this venture to collaborate on a book project. Tell us about that, The Gifted. Oh, my gosh. I need to write a short story about writing. Yeah. Because, oh, my goodness, it's your brain is so magnificent that it has the ability to just, like, smother a lot of things and once you start trying to tap into it other things start to surface yep. that you truly have forgotten about yeah and i'm like <laughs> oh my god this stuff is gonna have me in the er if i'm not careful i mean just through lots of tears and um i i believe we could have written 10 pages um for our chapters, I might have a poem. I mean, mine is short. I, I didn't really get a whole lot out to the lady that was assisting me. She's like, well, what do you want to convey? And I said, well, you know, 
conversations with Selena is my baby right now. So I just want to say how that came about. Yeah. And it really was just through the through my platform, just starting to talk and I guess maybe talking to a computer where you can't really see your audience felt kind of safe, even yeah. though you know you're on the World Wide Web and on the internet and on the on the social media platforms, you just don't see that. Yeah. And and the more I talked and the more I had conversations with people, you know, it just started to come up. And I said, oh, my gosh, when I first said it, I, it broke me down and I was curled up in the fetal position in the corner. Yeah. I said, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through this. But, you know, I came back and, and, and then I started talking more. And then, like you said, it just opens up the conversation with other people, other women, other men, other children that have experienced the same things. And so conversations with Selena is just so important to me. And I wanted to write about how it came about. And it really originated during the pandemic. And so, and there you go. I mean, that's how it was birthed through the pandemic, talking about the past experiences, talking about that trauma that I had just been carrying and nursing day in, day out, months in, years, you know, I'm 50. I just turned 50 this year. Wow. And so um, I have been literally carrying that a very, very long time. So to be able to talk about it, to be able to release it and then have other people come immediately and trust you with their information oh, is yeah. just, it blows my mind. I love it, love it, love it. I'm so thankful that people can trust me. And I hope even though my contribution may be um, small in number, you know, my number count may be small. I hope that the bit that I was able to birth, because <laughs> that was hard, oh, yeah. you know, um, I didn't write everything that I was experiencing because it just, it was just very, very painful. Because like I said, it had been buried for so long and oh, it yeah. just started coming back and I just, I couldn't. And so I put a little bit down and then I had to just I had to let it rest and I'll have to come back because you do have to be careful that you don't set yourself back by right. trying to do too much. So it can't be at somebody else's pace. It has to be at your pace. Because one of the ladies was like, well, why haven't you shared it that you, you wrote a book? And I said, well, listen, that's a whole nother process. Oh, yeah. Because me saying it was one thing that put me in the corner. But then in black and white, written, that seemed like I didn't think it would be so bad because I had already spoken it. But to write it for other eyes, that took me to a totally different level. Oh, so absolutely. Again, when you're sharing, be careful that you can, can, you know, get yourself where you can relax, relax your mind and restore yourself and, and pamper yourself and show yourself some compassion and self-love, you know, because you don't want to go backwards. And if you're not careful, because I found myself sitting over there boohooing and snotting. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was, like, I, was oh right, I was the same way and I took it as a revelation, you know, because then as I was writing the pages and, you know, the Holy Spirit was even giving me the chapter titles. And then he was like, okay, now you're going to go here. And I could literally feel that tug in my gut, pull the garbage out. And I was just like, oh, I had forgot about that, you know. And if you think about it, it's a lot of work to hide something for so long. 
that takes a lot of work. It's exhausting (laughs) because you hide it with your work. You hide it by overworking, by overeating, by overcompensating, all these different things because you start to see it and then you're like, oh no, not right now. Push that back down. Do something else to hide it. And then you're overwhelmed with something, you know, okay, good. I forgot about that. Six weeks later, oh, something happens or you see something you're like, ooh, that didn't feel good. Oh no, we're not going to think about that. It takes work. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And when you can finally get to that place, I mean, my my book was my healing. My book then led to my deliverance from depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, all of it. Because I just went and I just like, okay, I got to get this out, you know. And then, of course, then you have to edit it. So then somebody has to read it. And like you said, oh, my God, it's in black and white somebody else is reading my stuff, you know, mm-hmm. but then when that person that I had that I trusted read it and they called me in tears and said, you have to do something with this. It needs to get published. You're like, oh, wow. You know, it was okay. And I put it together. Okay. And thank you, Lord, you know, and so, and it is, it's, it's a long process, but you know, as you were speaking, Selena, that book that's coming out of you, that was just the start. And that poem is going to be in your book. You are going to write a book about your life. And, and it's going to be just a, a beautiful testimony of what God has done. And just like what you had said earlier of how he takes all the nasty, yucky stuff and turns it to good. Because that's what he's yes, doing ma'am. right now in this process. But I prophesy over you right now the book coming out and it's going to take some time like you said and you might do a chapter at a time but it's going to come out because your story needs to come out so that you can help other people yes ma'am oh my goodness thank you for that oh yeah here we come (laughs) thank you for that i think So, um, let's, let's go ahead and how can people get a hold of you? Because you offer things in your business as well. Yes. Um, so basically I'm trying to stretch myself across all social, social media networks. Um, we started out, um, just on zoom. So it started out on zoom. Then I kind of rolled over to YouTube for a brief moment. And then I said, you know, if I'm going to do one, I might as well do two. If I'm going to do two, I might as well do three. So I invested in the streaming software. So it's live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. And then it's I'm just starting the traditional podcast by pulling some of the information out and putting it on the traditional podcast, which is Spotify, Google, Apple, um, I heart. I don't know if Pandora is loaded just yet, but you know, just continuing to grow as much as I can, as fast as I can. Cause like I said, it's been years that I've been a mute. And now that I am vocal, I want to try to touch the people that are assigned to me. Right. Um, whatever my assignment is, I'm trying to fulfill it. And so it's conversations with Lena conversations with an S. My name is Selena with a C, C E L E N A. So that's pretty much how you can find me over the social, social media. And it's Selena Thomas. And then what is your website address? 
So the website is currently being worked on, but it is 4C Coaching, 4C coaching.com and it's four with the letter c so the audience knows and then coaching all together okay.com so it's the number it's the number four and then the letter c and then the letter c yes ma'am and okay. then coaching awesome Awesome, yes, awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, it has been a pleasure to get to know you. It has been awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited and I can't wait. You know, when you start writing your book, um, then we're going to have to get you back on. Maybe we'll start promoting chapter by chapter, however you want to do it, so I can help and encourage you because that's going to be a beautiful, beautiful accomplishment once you get that done. But I would love it if you would just um maybe if you have any one last comment and then close us out in prayer however the spirit of god leads you to pray yes ma'am um so basically because we have some situations going on in my hometown as we speak that literally just were revealed um about two young girls that are being um molested we just gonna call it what it is you know it's time out for yep. sugar coating it yeah and 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 so you know if i could leave anything it's just please whoever you are i'm not gonna say just parents parents teachers coaches pastors friends aunties uncles whoever please pay attention to children yeah pay attention to what is going on don't send them off to the room unattended just thinking oh they're okay don't let them be with, you know, strangers, boyfriends, just because you want to be free, the neighbors, it doesn't matter. It's our job to protect the children. So if I could say anything, just please pay attention. It is our job to make the difference. We can't expect someone else to always do it. But together, if we just make a commitment together to pay attention, to listen, um, because so many kids are not being heard and being told that they're being deceitful or not telling the truth or whatever, you know, and it's unfair and it's so traumatizing and it goes into your adult life and it's not fair and it has to stop. Amen. Um, so that that's all that I want to, uh, that's basically it. That's where my heart is. And it's, it's so, it just really has my heart hurting. Yes. And Amen. I don't even know them, but you well, don't have to know them. You don't even have to know it to pray for it, to pray for them, to even pray for the perpetrator. Most people want to hurt them, including myself. You know, you just be like, oh, my goodness. But at the end of the day, we just have to pray and we have to speak up. So it has to be action with it. We can't just sit home pray about it and then do nothing we need to pray and then we got to get out we got to talk about it we got to report it in order for it to stop so let's go ahead and do that right now we have about two minutes why don't you go ahead and close this out in prayer over that right now yes ma'am yes ma'am so lord god we just thank you thank on you, today Jesus. i thank you for the opportunity lord god thank i thank Jesus. you for all the listeners but we just um we just want to give you all the honor and all the praise on today. You, we don't take anything for granted. We give you the honor. Thank you, Jesus. We know that we cannot do anything without you, but we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Yes, so, Lord, we're just asking you for the strength 
to do our assignments to the best of our ability, yes, to right. be that person of excellence, to be the church for the ones that don't go to the church building. Lord God, we're just asking that you cover these children. Yes, we ask that you cover the adults. Yes, that are still hurting, that are still traumatized. Let there be healing across this land, Lord yes, God. Let the perpetrators, we know that they've also been hurt. We know that they're also hurting. Lord, bless them and give them a mind to do what is right, to let them recognize the damage that they're doing to the children yes, that Lord. are meant for them to lead and to guide and to protect and to love. So, Lord, we just thank you again on today. We're just lifting them up, name by name to you, knowing that you have the power to do the healing, to do the restoration. And we're thanking you in advance that it is already done. Yes, in Jesus' name, we believe and we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this edition of Blossoms of My Life Radio. This program is listener supported. Blossoms of My Life Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. To contact Ramona regarding donations, sharing your God story, or requests about her books, you can write to Ramona, Ramona Trevino, P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. That's P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. Her website is the letter I, the letter M, dauntless.org. That's IamDauntless.org. Her email is Ramona at BlossomsOfMyLife.org. That's Ramona at BlossomsOfMyLife.org. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and through listeners like you. And in closing, we just want to remind you to remember to see and be a blossom in someone's life. <laughs>